Welcome, welcome to the new episode of Pop Culture Petri Dish, where we talk about science fiction and science fact and where the two meet. In other words, we'll talk about some of our favorite sci-fi films and books and stuff and talk about, like, is does it have a real counterpart, question mark, or doesn't it? <laughs> And also jokes. I'm one of your co-hosts, Abe Epperson, as always. I'm joined with... Christian Ramirez. I am the other co-host, and we have a doozy for you today. This one's going to be fun. What are we going to talk about today? Today, we are talking about alien invasions. Obviously, this one's going to rely a little more on sci-fi, because that's where most of alien invasions are happening, unless you're into conspiracy theories, but that's not what this podcast is about. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah, and so... um, Basically, I guess the best way to start this off is to talk about that even even real scientists have thought about things like alien invasions. If this was something that Stephen Hawking, um, I mean, in his later, like the last 20 years of uh, his career and his life, he talked a lot about like um, potential things and he didn't go as much. He liked to talk about time travel and he liked to talk about alien and aliens and stuff like that. And this was one of the things that apparently was something that could potentially be terrifying to him if it actually came about. Because uh, what he had to say was that, uh, quote, one day we might receive a signal from a planet like this, talking about uh, Gliese 832C. Um, Which is one of the Goldilocks planets right. a few years ago, right? Yeah. They found. And, uh, but he says, but we should be wary of answering back. Meeting an advanced civilization could be like Native Americans encountering Columbus. That didn't turn out so well. Ooh. He was very pessimistic on the idea of us meeting aliens. Just like bombing smallpox blankets on us. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, I mean, I don't think he's wrong to think that way. Obviously, he's very smart. He's smarter than me. But, and that's supported by our entire history. Humans <laughs> have just been terrible to anybody who's less technologically advanced. Oh, to I than thought them. you meant like this has been supported by that. He's smarter than me. <laughs> like, like you needed to prove to me that he's smarter than you. <laughs> Tell our audience, Christian, are you smarter than Stephen Hawking was? No, no, I get what you're saying now, but no. Yeah. So the, the idea that a more technologically advanced, whatever humanoid species alien species would just be awful to us they would just take our stuff and kill us and not even think about it because they would treat us basically like we treat ants (laughs) well i mean that is how like we if we're going to space there's the discovery explorer element but even that like lost its luster in a decade or two. Uh, it kind of um, seems like if we're going to go, we got to find a like legitimate, like economic reason. Yeah. And that means resource allocation, which means that if we're going to planets, we want to now we're avatar. Yeah. You know, now we're like, we got to get that sweet, like gold stuff. <laughs> Need on a damium or yeah. whatever it was uh, like that. And therefore, if you have like a culture or a, a species of, um, they're just like really good at spacefaring better than we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've probably figured out how to do defense and offense and how to mine whatever they need. Yeah. Like, you know, if it's gold or some other, you know, water or whatever, yeah. they're like, I'm going to take that right up. Mm-hmm. And, and the funny thing about this particular quote that uh, Stephen Hawking, this was a part of one of the video specials that he was doing. The funny thing to me is that when I was researching it, um, this, uh, another guy who works at SETI 
the search for extraterrestrial intelligence yeah. that the ones that they're listening and they're sending out signals and Jodie seeing, Foster yeah. in contact. <laughs> yeah. And then she falls in love with Matthew McConaughey. But yes, uh, this guy, Seth, uh, Shostak, um, <laughs> The thing that he had to say in like as a counter to what Hawking said was not like any more comforting or like any more positive because he basically just said any society with the capability to threaten Earth is overwhelmingly likely to already have the kit required to pick up the leakage we've been wafting skyward for seven decades. The requisite radio technology is far easier than the necessary rocket technology. So if there are aliens out there that are hostile to us, they've already heard us. Right. So. If they already do know that we exist, if they're hostile, there's nothing that we can do about it Mm -hmm. because they are so far technologically advanced to us to be able to travel across the vast spaces of the universe. So they got it on lock. Yeah. So so if they're if they're hostile. Oh, well, like then I guess we're screwed. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Because they space. They can just like launch it from orbit. Yeah. We can barely do that. Yeah, a, a meteor took out the dinosaurs. So Space Force! <laughs> Unite! Uh, yeah, so let's look at some of the pop cultural standpoints, like films that have like ones that went well for us, ones that did not go well for us, because I think there's something interesting. I kind of want to start at this point. Uh, there was like, movies are always a reflection of like, the mood right that begins like a trend like it's not like 9-11 happened and then a bunch of people started hating america yeah it kind of worked the other way yeah and in the same way there's a reasons why we got a lot of like slasher films Mm -hmm. in like the 70s and 60s were like all bonds and musicals and everything's going great yeah it's like kind of like the political ideology of zombies versus vampires and why those movies are popular because like the movies are always like this kind of luxury trade that is like the mantle of like the core base of America in Mm. our, in our case for movies. And then the following generation gets tired of that. And then like Wes Craven's like, yeah, but what if we burned it all down? Yeah. And everyone's like, (laughs) fuck yeah, dude, let's kill some teenagers. Uh, And that shit's been happening. And that's also why we get a lot of like rah, rah, rah America stuff Mm -hmm. right after nine 11. And now we're getting a little bit more, you know, into different stories regarding America's role to play. And, yeah. You know, the, the clusterfuck that is our, mm-hmm. you know, international situation. So it's just like, it's this constant boon and bust or wax and wane of this kind of very like symbolic nature of like how our economics and how our political machineries are doing right now. Yeah. Kind of tr- checking the oil gauge and you know looking at it and saying hey is this like fucked up or what uh and that's why we got things even earlier than that with like invasion of invasion of the body snatchers which was like the original was like 50 no like yeah the original was in the 50s and then 70s was the uh the one that mostly everyone knows yeah yeah um but the original one came out of like the red scare, mm-hmm. you know? So it was like, anyone can be a communist, you know, <laughs> like, and they are, they look like you, they, they act like you, but yeah. they're not you, <laughs> they're commies, you know? And it's just like, that's where that came from. Yeah. Uh, so there's, and there's always a psychological, psychological effect of an invasion, different types. So invasion, like, like the thing or body snatchers or annihilation thing, all topics we've talked on this podcast but they're all unique in that they they fuck with your brain yeah. and make you feel you can't trust people yeah um 
And like you mentioned with like Dracula's, yeah. it's about this aristocratic like feeding off the lower classes. Mm-hmm. Zombies is we all become mindless drones and we've lost our roots of yeah. what makes us human and stuff like that. So there's always a psychological effect with whatever you're saying the invasion is happening. What are other types of invasions that ha- have occurred in science fiction films or what have you? Yeah, the the, the when I was doing the research on this, the most uh, like prevalent categories of actual invasions, the infiltration, they, they're in four categories. The first one's infiltration, which you talked about, the thing, invasion of the body snatchers. It's, it's when they're on, they're, they get into the planet and we don't know that they're here. Um, they're, they're infiltrating our society rather than the second category, which is occupation, which is War of the Worlds. That's Independence Day. That's them coming here to to destroy our stuff and take our planet. Um, the, the next one is raids, which is, the, I guess the best one that I thought of in this was the predator, which is they're just coming here for, for whatever reason that they, they want to do. They have whatever their goals are and they're just coming here and leaving. They're so, like the, the, the Norse yeah. uh, invaders, yeah, you know, exactly. they're not here to, I mean, they, all, here to they also took France, but like mostly they just had like summer raids where they like, come up and be like, we're going to take your gold. Yeah. And they're like, fuck, duh, all right, yeah. <laughs> and then they'd be, peace, see you next year. Yeah. You know, they're not interested in killing you unless you're in their way, but yeah. like ultimately they just take a little bit of stuff here or there because mm-hmm. it's easy for them to do that. Yeah. And um, the finally, the last one, this one's like kind of extra creepy to me, um, is in, in indifference or ac- in accidental invasion. So this is just stuff, and in this one I use the categories of ET and District Nine because they didn't. ET was here on purpose with his buddies, but he do, he wasn't here to raid us to do anything like that. He's just he like just an got explorer. Stranded. Yeah, and exactly. He got stranded, yeah, yeah. And then in District Nine, once again, they got stranded here. They weren't trying to get to Earth to take all of our stuff. It's just that they ended up getting stuck here, and now. They this is something go. that we have yeah. to deal with, and so yeah, those are the four different categories that we're gonna that we're gonna cover in this one in this episode. Um, so yeah, you already talked about infiltration, uh, and I think that one is inherently the most psychologically scary. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely the most taxing because yeah. you have to think about in. Depending on the case, you have to think about whether or not you you are losing yourself or someone that you inherently trust is not who they claim to be. Yeah. Because I would definitely operate like McCready would. Yeah. You know, like it's like we got to stop it from getting there. But if it like the bubble bursts and it's already infecting everyone, and there's no real way we can be rebels against it because we can't even trust anyone, and everyone yeah. is like gets infected like that. Like man, that would just be a terrible slow death mm-hmm. of paranoia and and just horrible thoughts yeah and i wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy yeah that's the invasion of the body snatchers too it's it's that psychological fear that everybody that you loved is just going to be become the enemy yeah and that it's it's just happening inevitably it's there's nothing we can do to stop it once it gets to a a certain point like another good version or one i thought that did it well and it still has the same problem but like uh the world's end because yeah. they have the smashy smashy eggman yeah the blanks um every one of these stories like 
we always win by the skin of our teeth. Like we always win by just like, <laughs> we're just going to go and, and maybe they have a queen and we kill the queen or we just go and we just burn yeah. it out of existence. If, as long as we do this thing, it will keep, but it all notice how in all of these like infiltration scenarios, they're always contained by something. Yeah. Like it's not like, like even an alien, uh, which is a horror movie, but yeah. it's technically a sci-fi yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's not really invading anything like a world, but it is invading the ship. Uh, and I think I've talked about this in like Alien, the first one, uh, which was not an action adventure film. It's a horror film and Aliens is more of an action adventure film. The reason it's a horror, I would call it, is that in a horror movie, it's always about like the monster controls the environment. Mm -hmm. Like the monster can be up in the rafters. It can be below you. Yeah. It has complete control over everything, but it's still contained on the ship. Right. You know, uh, now the second that it's like it has complete control of your environment yeah, and the the thing about the thing is that it looks exactly like yeah. your loved ones. The only way that you can tell is with a blood test. So <laughs> yeah. are we going to blood test everyone <laughs> every day? <laughs> yep. That's the only way. Yeah. War of the Worlds, Mars Attacks, all these types of things. Yeah, those ones I feel like are the most glorious ones. Like if as a human. it's war. Yeah. Yeah. And it's something that always ends up uniting the entire Earth against this alien force. Or like Edge of Tomorrow, which right. seems like impossible because it's like has time on its side and stuff right. like that. But like it's always like you got a John McClane. Yeah. And he fucking sneezes on them and they all die, you know, or it's just like he, they just do it by pure gumption and, yeah. you know, just like. Re realistically, these aliens are smart enough to, A, know that there's the common cold. Yeah, or like signs uh, where B, it's like, why did we sounds. go to the water? Yeah. Yeah, everyone knows that joke. M. Night Shyamalan. I don't think they like water. But, but I mean, there's water everywhere. Like literally <laughs> in the sky. I mean, you can see water from space. Yeah. All the time. All the time. <laughs> It's a bad planet to come to if they don't like water. There's always water, no matter how They're you're like, looking at the we earth. We are stupid invaders. <laughs> signs. Uh, <laughs> we should have looked for the signs. Uh, <laughs> so then there's raids. Yeah. Predator. That one's the most, like, to me, the only, pe the only aliens that would do this, in my mind, and feel free to disagree, are, like, ones that are, like, kind of, they're better, like, spacefaring than we are but yeah. they're not really that great yeah like these are like guys who can they can get like five light years away like pretty quickly yeah but, you know like it's a pretty big deal to raid you know like <laughs> yeah exactly like they can't they can't be that great right they can't be so far advanced it just means that they're Spacefaring technology is a little better than ours is now. Yeah, enough that it justifies to take our stuff every now and then. Yeah. Because someone who's, because space is so enormously large yeah. that if you need to like solve all space in order to be like, <laughs> yeah, we're going to bring all these fucking ships yeah. over here. It's like, damn, you got space down, dude. <laughs> you just brought like 50,000 spaceships. That's like, what? These There's these space Vikings who are just like, I don't know why I'm making a rowing motion right now. Only Christian can see the rowing on in space. Yeah. Uh, just, it's just like, they wouldn't be, they, They'd have to have very rudimentary like warp drives and stuff, right? Yeah, I, I think it also could make sense that they were maybe a species that inherited the technology, like ooh, like yeah. the Guauld sure. from Stargate. <laughs> sure, that like 
maybe they had a conflict. Maybe they were uh, a race that was being enslaved by another race of aliens, and they rebelled or whatever and took all this stuff from them. They don't really necessarily know how to use it. Mm-hmm. So all that they can do is row two different <laughs> row planets. To space. Yeah. They're like, get there, get there. Raids are very strange to me. It also would be the least... Well, I guess depending on the indifference accidental category, yeah. it would like these all kind of your one through four that you did kind of they they go down in terrifyingness yeah. to me. Raids are not obviously right because they would affect indifference a small can be very like oof because like annihilation as we talked about yeah. that's kind of indifference because mm-hmm. it's just like a mutagen computer it's yeah. just like what's this and it doesn't know it's killing you mm-hmm. and all the things that you represent maybe it does we don't know but right. it could equally be indifference yeah. i haven't read the book maybe they have an answer but the movie stays away from it yeah even when Any it comes motivation. back it doesn't understand it's just making copies of copies and oscar isaac is bleeding from the nose and then dies basically yeah. or doesn't die but i mean like almost dies because it's just getting it wrong yeah uh it's just trying combinations like it's a like a lego box set of genetics yeah. um and that could be seen as indifference or accidental yeah that's uh, and that's why the fourth category to me has a lot of potential for like being really scary because the idea of something like ET. Right. Yeah. ET ET obviously isn't scary. But <laughs> Yeah. And he's he's looking for help. Right, know? exactly. Yeah, and like, and I think in that case we need to help the aliens if they're looking for help. Mm-hmm. If they need our help, then there's probably something worse that they're getting away from that we are going to need their help because of. So maybe help the aliens if it's they crash land here. But also the idea like in Annihilation that it could just be it could have just been a meteor that that landed here. We don't know why. It just managed to crash land on our planet. Just happenstance. Yeah. And it's just and it's is just doing what it does in nature. Mm-hmm. And or it could be an alien species accidentally jettisoned some some waste and it managed yeah. to land here and it's destroying our world. And that's why the indifference or accidental invasion to me has a lot of potential for fear because with the other ones we kind of understand that they have motivations Mm -hmm. like we know that oh this is their motive this is what they're doing this is why they're doing it if it's an accident or if it's just they don't care that they that they manage to unleash a virus on us somehow yeah then there's nothing that we can do to stop it either right right (laughs) it's that old quote about like the blue whale literally eats a ton of like krill yeah a day or whatever and it's not like it's thinks it's murdering yeah and like if you had a conversation with like malaria <laughs> it'd be like you're like you know you're like the number one worst killer yeah. of us it just doesn't know what it's doing so yeah. there's both of those categories mm-hmm. raids are you know they're kind of shitty space fairs yeah. and i think those are maybe the most fun for like a silly action movie because mm-hmm. like predator is it's a great yeah. action movie and so just the idea that there's a group of aliens that would come here and fight yeah. us for whatever reason, that's yeah. that's fun. Because that's also like a Battle Los Angeles, I think, was one that was not a very good movie, but like a lot of shooting aliens. Was that the Aaron Eckhart one? Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, but it was fun. A lot of alien shooting and... Yeah, shoot them. Of- <laughs> yeah, yeah. Occupation to me is like 
because it would just be all at war. It would yeah. just be like, we can take you because we're better. So most cases, probably the assumption, like, you know, Professor Hawking stated, yeah. it wouldn't go well for us because they would just have us outgunned and outmanned. Mm -hmm. But um, the benefit of it is it would be over. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> when it's over, uh, that would suck. But it'd be over like in an explosion. Yeah, uh, the infiltration is the not the bang, the whimper, and yeah. the whimper terrifies me to yeah. no end because the infiltration is it gets it gets up in your psyche, man. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a uh, species of a science fiction television series, one of the longest standing sci-fi television series, Doctor Who. Yeah, and there's a. Um, <clears throat> and then I gave up on it because it fucking sucks. But um, <laughs> there's they conceived of one of the most terrifying uh, alien infiltration occupation kind of it plays yeah. both, which is it's all the scary parts of infiltration that I've been talking about. And the reason it's scary as occupation is that the occupation hasn't isn't happening. It's over. Yeah, they've already occupied. <laughs> and the name of the uh, the name of the terrifying alien species is called the silence and they look like mm -hmm. the grays which is like we talked about like people having mm -hmm. dental surgery and like seeing like a pronounced like face and being like oh it's the grays mm -hmm. and i think maggie mayfish had a, a video about yeah. it and stuff like that about why the grays uh these big-eyed long forehead you know like aliens always come up uh, and they look like that for reasons of, you know, like historical cadence. But, um, the reason they're terrifying is that they have a self-defense mechanism is anytime that they're seen and they sense it, mm -hmm. they have the ability in like a split second to make you not remember them and it, uh, what just happened. Mm -hmm. And they can do it to city blocks. You know, they can do it to all over the place. So how do you fight a war against an enemy that you don't know exists and is already everywhere. Yeah. And that's like even more terrifying in the way that they solve it, which I thought was kind of clever is that they start with like Sharpie marking how many times mm -hmm. uh, they've seen one. So they see one and they mark it down quickly before they forget. And then they forget and they walk around so that they know. And it also has a cool visual image because the guy thinks he's fine and he's walking, he's talking and the person's like not there anymore. And then he looks down at his arm and he sees his arms just covered in <laughs> slashes. So he's like, Oh, I'm in a room with like a bunch of them. Yeah. Like, so it's just like, it's a very terrifying, like psychologically from, I mean, I know that Dr. Who's had a lot of yeah, yeah, yeah. like sci-fi concepts that I've, you know, really forged the trail on it, but it's become kind of a laughing stock in my opinion recently because it's more about Christmas than it is about, <laughs> than it is about cool sci-fi. I mean, you can only go for so long. I mean, like, Futurama and Rick and Morty are more have more interesting sci-fi concepts at this point, uh, but it's only because they play to cater to a different audience. So that's I'm not blaming anyone. Just saying that that was a cool thing that that would be like yeah. one of the scariest ones next to the thing in the Annihilation yeah, Monster. That would be terrifying. <laughs> yeah. I also like to mention Battleship, which is Occupation. <laughs> I love that film. It's the shittiest, shittiest, amazing film. Anyway, that's 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 all I wanted to say. That, that wasn't like important to the episode. I just wanted to talk about the silence for three minutes and then shout no, out great. to battle, Battleship. <laughs> no, that is that's good. It's real. That is scary in a way because we already have like a fear of the gray aliens because that's like an instinctual thing that we've we've talked about. It's something that's a fear that we've experienced from the time that we're little. That's just kind of buried in our subconscious and that idea that they're everywhere and that they make you forget 
if you see one of them. So there's no way to <laughs> observing that is terrifying. And like, there's stuff like, um, fire in the sky is one that like, we already have that kind of stuff in our, in like, yeah, in, in our, uh, fictional past to look at and be like, Oh, okay. Well this, this is what greys are and this is what they do to you when they capture you and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And that's fire in the sky is one that is one of the alien invasion movies. That's not really an invasion. It's kind of, it's kind of a raid, but it's just aliens studying humans. That movie, I think I saw it when I was too young. I, I also <laughs> had it that. Was, it's terrifying. It's terrifying. <laughs> yeah. The things they do, the poor man. Yeah. They, and there's like, it's very like, they don't care. They, yeah. And it's very like the, it's visceral too. Mm-hmm. There's like, goop (laughs) and blood and it's just like covering his face with the stretchy membrane and then cutting open the mouth they really fuck with your they're just going all over the place they're just like what do you want to do next let's waterboard them (laughs) you know like it's just like like, what are these guys talking about in the like the kitchen they're just like what's next i don't know let's go in there and cut on some genitals uh why don't know but yeah that's that's one that i that's a scary movie that i would recommend that's like it's not really sci-fi because it's it's focused on the horror of it oh, i thought you were gonna say because it's real <laughs> and we all should know that it's real uh yeah yeah but it yeah is, that, that's one that terrifying. yeah i don't think enough people have seen because it's it just is so viscerally terrifying i feel like it's got to be a hard r yeah right? it's I, i'm be. pretty sure yeah because yeah. i had the same experience i watched it too early and it like kept me up for a long time yeah uh <laughs> And I know this was last week. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's. There's a lot of good concepts for aliens in yeah. terms of things that are able to horrify us. Because I thought for the longest time that um, ET was the first, like, because there was just a long time where we, especially with the Red Scare stuff, that really hit home, and like the Cold War yeah. aspect of stuff. Uh, that when we were developing a lot of our science fiction fear was a huge thing even when it wasn't aliens yeah. when it was like robots yeah. you know and like howl and stuff or even just like um i can't remember if it was they or them but it was the one with the ants just got exposed to radioactivity and so mm-hmm. they were giant <laughs> yeah 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 or they live you yeah. know like there's just a big time where science fiction made it so that it was about fearing the xenophobic other uh and E.T. was this strange kind of digression where it was like, but what if aliens are like fun and I'm Spielberg? <laughs> but I didn't realize that in like, I, th- I want to say 1955, mm-hmm. like the thing from a, uh, not the thing, sorry. That's 1955 is the thing from another wor- world, which mm-hmm. is what the thing is based on. Yeah. Uh, the day the earth stood still yeah. is known as one it's of the biggest one. first uh, one. And I think that was fifties and that had good aliens too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's interesting that we had like in terms of our like because you also have Flash Gordon and stuff like that, but that yeah. I mean that's that, fantasy. That's it's... fantasy and stuff, and it's more of yeah, it's fantasy and action adventure, and it's more about a team. Like it's TV is always hard to do until you start talking about like late '90s to now. Yeah, when we started to serialize it and like make it more about narrative and mm-hmm. make it more about like what's the story of these aliens? Like yeah. you have Falling Skies, and yeah. there's a lot of like sci-fi. Uh, channel stuff um, that have been going on. But like when we're talking like 40s, 50s, 60s, like we saw this very sharp turn into fear immediately. Yeah. And it's interesting that like one of our first big 
science fiction properties mm-hmm. in terms of film was what if they like came over and it was like fucking great yeah. <laughs> you know like uh so at least in cinema yeah in tv or in tv it's a little different because like yeah. aliens are almost always good mm-hmm. in like you know like the 90s and the 80s you got third rock from the sun and stuff yeah because you just want to know like, you want oh, fun cute. aliens yeah 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 but yeah and that one shazbot <laughs> that i think there's also that because the 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 inherent fear that we have about uh, a more technologically advanced species coming and destroying us is from our own history. It's right it's because it's because we are we understand that we have done that already to other people. That I think those ones things like E.T. because the scene in E.T. where he's dying basically because when after the FBI comes and they they quarantine everything that is that's still like when I saw it when I was a kid so it's obviously made an impression on me but it's still super powerful today cuz it's like oh no this is we're 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 garbage we should be scared of it and we shouldn't so are you saying we shouldn't have sent voyager 1 out <laughs> are you saying we shouldn't have radio waves I don't know if he would have had an answer for that, but he's just mentioning that it's on the table that yeah. they're going to ack our brains out. Mm-hmm. Are we ever going to get to a point where we, as a collective, are just like, let's just shut it all down <laughs> because the the costs are too high. It's right. not that we don't have an answer. It's just like, if we're wrong, though, Yeah. Are we? if we're wrong. Right. It's like the, the Los Alamos thing I think I was talking about a few times ago. Is, yeah. the, is the bomb big enough? No, it's not big enough. What do you mean it's this big? He's like, no, that's not what I'm asking. Is, it, is the atom bomb big enough to end all war? Yeah. Because that's not... Our, our end game is not to build a bigger bomb. It's mm-hmm. to build the last bomb. Yeah. And it's just like we're kind of in the same situation if we truly believe that occupation and infiltration and this kind of stuff is on the table. Yeah. Um, so build that space ball, <laughs> I guess is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know where I land on it either. I don't think it has an answer cause there's too many variables, but yeah, I think I, it's an interesting notion. Yes. Yeah. I think that obviously the most terrifying thing out of this is like the infiltration and that kind of stuff because it's, cause I don't even know, did the thing, land here on purpose or was it just it's not really said it seems like it was a crash landing because right uh like you don't get any communication but like it can't fly immediately out i think it just too. froze too fast yeah. uh and just couldn't get away yeah uh but it's in its nature to essentially just infect other people replicate replicate and, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think, I think that's the answer. Yeah. Uh, feel free to disprove me, but, uh, I, I don't think it had a purpose right. other than it's obviously a kind of an exploratory vehicle. Yeah. Uh, but I feel like it just like everything else, it stole all of its technology. Sure. Yeah. And I think that's, I mean, yeah, that, that would make a lot of sense that if it infected some other alien species that had this vehicle, then it would become that alien and yeah i mean that's just how it reproduces yeah like it's not like these plant these stocks are fucking you know like ooh baby that's yeah. a different episode <laughs> that was last episode but no i think that unless it's something that is like the thing or it's like um annihilation that doesn't really necessarily have a motive that it's just that it just does what it's what is in its nature mm-hmm. i think if we consider 
if we are concerned about aliens that are smart like us coming and destroying us i think that there's a little there's a little bit of a logical disconnect when it comes to that i think that's mostly our self-loathing talking because because empathy increases with intelligence and knowledge our ability to actually look at the way that other people are living and be like and feel for them it's it's not it's not the other way around it doesn't our empathy doesn't decrease the more we get to know the rest of the world so I think I would like to think that it's more like Close Encounters or it's more like a peaceful species because what benefit do they have in destroying us? It doesn't make a difference to them. It's just going to waste their resources to do that. Maybe they have infinite resources because they figured out how to, how to mine uh, asteroids and planets with nobody on them. There's What is the purpose in them coming here and destroying us? I would like to hope and think that somebody uh, that a species that is that technologically advanced would not be so bitter Mm. and like and vengeful and wrathful and just awful because I think that that uh, when it occurs in humans is just the fact that we've only been here for a couple hundred thousand years. We're still basically apes and we're still pretty dumb. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> true, true. Uh, I think that that's a beautiful sentiment. I think there's two point, two reasons why I think I disagree. Uh, the first is it's a bold assumption to make that the intelligence empathy dynamic that you're talking sure. about would also work on whatever organism right. is coming at us. It's and an the alien. second one is uh, the circumstances. Maybe it's like, no, we just need a new planet. Yeah. And yours fits. <laughs> yeah. And when it comes down, it's like Zod, Yeah, you know, it's just, when it comes down, it's us or you and it's us. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and we can kill you. So we will. <laughs> and, uh, so they don't have empathy only because they're so scared. Um, so I, I don't know. I obviously not, neither of us have the answers. No, of course I not. like to think that too. I like to think that there's just a bunch of Star Trek federations up yeah. there just like kicking it and waiting for us to get that warp drive. Yeah. And then they're going to have a big party and we're all going to be on forward 10, <laughs> yeah. you know, like pounding some fucking <laughs> drinks from the replicator and boning on the holodeck. <laughs> yeah, dude. Fucking party. But there's a, for every one of those. I think yeah. it's good to have that hope and that fear alive yeah, of constantly course. and they need to we have to always have them i mean i feel like we we space mined this one as much <laughs> we as got we this could one pretty good uh is there anything else you want to add i'm all out of no but i do like that you brought up arrival because that was one that i was going to bring up if you right. hadn't yeah it's that's one that is another one of that that shows the flaw in humans like being scared like mm-hmm. art and our fear has kept us alive for this long mm-hmm. but it's also could prevent us from going farther yeah we should come over one night we have a a rival the arrival nights where we just we swap the discs and then we put one in and whatever it is that's the one we watched that night and if anyone doesn't know the arrival is the 1996 i want to say a movie where they like can bend their knees and charlie sheen is in it it's really bad and uh arrival is the 2015 yeah 16 movie then you can come over for my uh, room, the room nights. No, that's <laughs> oof. no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. 
Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We're going to start going long on these. I, we usually try to hit uh, 30 minutes-ish. Yeah, around there. Sometimes we go a little over, but uh, I think we're going to try to make this like 40 minutes and see where it goes. Yeah. Let us know if you um, don't like that. I don't know. How do you listen to our shit? Do you drive <laughs> around? What are you maniacs YouTube do? YouTube comment. Yeah, do I don't do? know. Discord. If Who you're the hell Discord, are you? I don't know. <laughs> what is your deal? how do you listen to us where do you listen to us are you pooping right now these are things abe needs to know all right enough of that check in with me later dm me if you're pooping all right all right thanks guys bye bye